Thank you, Brother Marcus. I tell you what, um, we done been to church this morning, haven't we? Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you what, he, he's here in a great and a mighty way this morning. Yes. Wonderful singing and testimonies, and I'll tell you, it's a, we serve a great and a mighty God, don't we? Amen. He always is on the, there to hear our very cry and and to be with us, whatever situation we might be in. A few years ago, we were in Columbus Regional Hospital, checking the rooms for Bibles, make sure that each nightstand had a Bible in it. As the chaplain met us there that morning, she said, I'm sorry, but y'all are not going to be able to leave Bibles anymore in the rooms. I said, ma'am, what seems to be the problem? She said, the Bibles has germs on them. And therefore, you cannot leave them in the drawers. So I did not stand. And I have instructed housekeeping if the patient does not carry the Bible home with them to throw it in the trash. I said, ma'am, what about that telephone book that's in that same nightstand along with that Bible? She said, we're not here to discuss that this morning. You're no longer able to place Bibles in the rooms anymore. You know, times are changing. We've seen that so much in the last few years. Harvard University, one of the very prestigious universities in our nation, looking for a chaplain just a few weeks ago. Guess who they hired? An atheist to be their chaplain. Folks, world, this world is changing. We need Jesus Christ more now than we've ever needed him before to reign. We need a revival throughout this country. And I'm not here to preach this morning. But I'm here to tell you what God laid on my heart. So, The Giddens were started in 1899 by three men. The first Bibles was placed in 1908. There were 25 Bibles placed. This year we placed over 65 million copies of God's Word. In 200 countries. Possessions and territories. There are printed 108 different languages. And we are your missionaries in these countries. Every two and a half seconds, there's a Bible being given out. God's Word, the most precious thing in the world. Where do we place it? Hotels, hospitals, doctor's office, rest homes. Every six months, we check the hotels to make sure that the Bibles in those nightstands is legible and in good shape. A few years ago, we were in the um, Holiday Hotel in Whiteville. I opened the drawer. The Bible was gone. That's fine. That's what we want. But in its place was a 12-gauge shotgun shell. We can only imagine what someone went in that room to do. They opened that drawer and they found the most precious thing in the world. A copy of God's Word. 
and hopefully it will change their life. We want every man, woman, boy, and girl to have the most precious thing they can ever have, a copy of God's Word. Every dollar that you give to the Gideons does what it is intended to do. It buys a Bible and helps in the distribution of that Bible. Amen. We as Gideons pay our dues, and that's what keeps headquarters, headquarters staff going. Also have the friends of the Gideons, the young people that can care uh, into the schools and share God's word. And I'm sure the church here is part of that, friends of the Gideons. A few years ago, a lot of us older gentlemen in the crowd received a letter from Uncle Sam stating that we had qualified for going to Raleigh to be, I guess, interviewed to serve our country. A1 is what they told us. A 1A, I think it was. Joe Reed was a young man that stayed down in Florida. That He got one of those letters. He went and joined the Army. He said that there were some men there as he went through the induction center, passing out this time a little green testament, now that they camouflage. He said he received one and went on to basic training and realized that uh, then he was told that he was going on to Vietnam for more advanced training. He said, you know, I won't never make it back to the United States again. I'll probably be killed in Vietnam. In the front, he wrote his parents' name and address. Joe went on to Vietnam. About six months over there, his platoon was captured and sent to a POW camp. He said every day they would carry him to a big place like a gym. They would interrogate him. They would beat him. They would torture him. But he said there was one Vietnamese soldier there that would always come to him. And he would beat him and torture him more than all the rest. He said one afternoon when they got back into the barracks, he told them, he said, I'm going to escape tomorrow. They said, well, you know what's going to happen. They're going to shoot you and kill you. He said, well, what is my life like now? The next morning, Joe did manage to escape from that POW camp. For two and a half weeks, he rambled through the jungles of Vietnam. He said laying down at night with snakes and lizards, bugs crawling all over him. He could catch a few bugs and eat them. Drink water after he pushed past the slime away from it. But he stayed alive. He was rescued, sent back home to Florida. About a year later, Joe's mother called him and said, Joe, said, a letter came for you today. It came to us, but it was meant for you. And I'm going to send it on to you. Joe said he got the letter. It started off. Dear soldier, I was the Vietnamese soldier that beat you 
and tortured you more than all the rest. The morning that you escaped from the POW camp, you left on your bunk a little Bible. And I picked it up. And I couldn't read English. And I read your Bible that you left behind. And I realized for the very first time, someone loved me and cared for me. And I found out that that man's name was Jesus. And he gave it all for me. And I accepted him as my Lord and my Savior. And he called me into the ministry. I'm now living in Miami, Florida and have a little church. And I want to publicly meet you and apologize to you for what I did to you when you were a prisoner. Joe said he thought about it for quite a while. How could I forgive someone that beat me and tortured me for weeks on end. He said one morning as he was eating breakfast, the Lord spoke to him. Did not they beat me and tortured me? And I forgave them. That's the God that we serve, church. A forgiving God, a caring God. A loving God. He said he called him and talked to him and they met there in the airport. He said that Vietnamese soldier ran down the hallway and got on his knees and asked forgiveness. See, one little testament that you helped give, we placed and God reaped the harvest. See, it's all about him, isn't it? Aren't you glad of that? Praise the Lord this morning. We used to go out to Southeastern Community College on the sidewalk and hand out little green Bibles like this. Of course, that's changed now too. But one morning as we were out there giving them out, I asked this young man, I said, Sir, would you like to have a copy of God's Word this morning? He said, no, I'm an atheist. I don't want your Bible. I said, well, sir, would you just give me five minutes to let me, t- let me tell you about this man called Jesus and what he can do for you? He said, I told you, I don't want your Bible. I said, sir, you remember one thing, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He went on his way. Well, a few years ago in Columbia, South Carolina, there were some Gideons on the sidewalk there at the university giving out Bibles. This young man walked by and they asked him if he'd like to have one. He said, no, I don't want your Bible. I'm an atheist. I don't believe in your God. He jerked it out of the hand and threw it just as hard as he could throw it. Walked on down the sidewalk. About an hour or so later, here come this man, a little green testament in his hand. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've saved my life. Thank you, for, thank you. I can't thank you enough for what you've done. Thank you. Amen. Running down the side and walk towards the Gideons. They looked at one another and said, we don't remember him. He said, this morning at sunrise, I climbed up on that metal building you see over there. I had nothing to live for. I've lost my job. I've lost my family. I lost everything. And I was going to end it all. And about the time I got ready to jump, I heard a thump. And I ran over. And there laid this little green Bible. And I looked in the back and it had the helps. And I began to read. Found out that Jesus loved me. And with him, I have eternal hope. It's all about him. He said, thank you for throwing that Bible up there. Thank you. Said the Gideons had prayer with him and said, looked at one another and said, wonder what that old atheist would think. He knew he'd won one to Jesus this morning. <laughs> See, Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper whereto I send it. That's his word. When we stand on his word, we're standing on his promises, aren't we? Oh, what a mighty God we do serve this morning. He's the only answer, folks. You remember when we were growing up, we used to play a little game. Go hide and go seek. Remember that? Still remember it. I'm going to count to 20. Here I come, ready or not. What is Jesus Christ saying? Ready or not, here I come. We need to be ready. We need to be ready. We know not what hour. We have what we call a more Bible program with the Gideons, and I tell you what, it's to me, it's you know, flowers are are beautiful. Someone passes away, and flowers are bought, and just a few days, and this hot as it's been this summer, just the flowers are gone. But you can have the opportunity of buying Bibles in that person's memory. And it'll be distributed in over 200 countries in their memory. A wonderful way to say, I love you and keep it alive for those that have gone on to be with the Lord. Wonderful, wonderful program. We have recognition cards. Well, I like to give somebody something, but what can I give them? They they got everything. Buy Bibles in their honor. You got Pastor's Appreciation coming up next Sunday. Wonderful time to give Bibles in his honor. He would certainly appreciate it. I'm sure he would. Graduations, wedding anniversaries, buy Bibles. Help spread that word around this, uh, God's word around this world. Folks, we need it. Someone that's going through a kind of a hard time, uh, 
in their life and some kind of problems, we have a thinking of you card. A few years ago, Miss Barbara Bell, pastor of Goshen Baptist Church in Leland, she slipped and fell in the bathtub and broke her leg. She said she couldn't imagine why she did such a thing. She said it was so uncalled for. My wife sent her a thinking of you card. She wrote back the nicest letter. She said, now I know why I slipped and fell in that bathtub. Because y'all have bought Bibles. And someone's going to get saved. Thank you. Thank you. See, his word's got to go forth. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Praising the Lord. And we want to thank you all for all the support that you've given to the Gideons over the years. There was a man called Tim Spencer. Tim was sung with the group of Sons of the Pioneers. Some of y'all might remember them years ago. Sim, uh, Tim wrote several songs. That uh, One of them was A Room Full of Roses. Another one was Cigarettes, Whiskey, Wild Wild Women. Tim's wife knew that Him being on the road, practically all the time singing, he probably wasn't that faithful. When he come home, she said she wouldn't nag him or about going to church. They had two young children. She basically let him do his thing. She went to the pastor and talked to him and he said, do you know where he's going every week? What hotel he's going to be staying in? She said, yes, I do. So will you write him a letter? And at the bottom of that letter, you always put a Bible verse. She did that for over a year. One night is... Tim come in to that hotel room and opened up that letter from his wife. He read that Bible verse. But you see something happen. God was on the throne. God heard that wife's prayer and her agony. Tim reached over and opened up that nightstand drawer. Took out a Bible just like this that you helped place there many years ago. And Tim began to read it. And he realized that he needed Jesus Christ in his life. And he gave his life to Jesus on that bed that night. He quit the Sons of the Pioneers 
opened up a music store down in California. And then Tim wrote a song, a hymn, that we all love so much. A hymn that tells about just how great and how mighty and powerful God is. I'd like for you all to stand with me this morning and sing the chorus of this great and mighty song that Tim wrote because you helped place a Gideon Bible in that night stand. A hymn that I love so much, and I know you do too. How great thou art. Isn't that something? How great thou art. Because that Gideon Bible was in that nightstand that night. Let's sing it. Aren't you glad we serve our great and mighty God? Little as much when God is in it, in it. What a wonderful, wonderful Lord we do serve. Thank you all for letting me come and share with you this morning what you are doing around this world to help spread the most precious thing in the world, a copy of God's Word. You know, if you don't have Him, you don't have anything, you're lost. If there's one here this morning that has never accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, He's here this morning. With open arms, come on home, my child. Come on home, I'm your answer. It's not this world, it's not drugs, it's not alcohol. I'm the only answer. I remember in my life, church, there was a void. I wanted something, but I didn't know what I wanted. 
But when he came in, that void was answered. It was filled. Just as it was in your life. He is the only answer. The only way. Let's pray. Our fathers, we come before you this morning. Thanking you for being the great and mighty God of all. Our only hope. Lord, just continue to bless this church, dear God. Bless each and every one that comes. Lord, you just bless them in good health and watch over them, Jesus. Keep them safe. Lord, always let us walk in your light, oh God, we do pray. Thank you for all you do for us, Lord. We don't praise you enough. We don't exalt you enough, dear God, because you're worthy of all praise. Go with us now, we do pray, Lord. Lord, we'll be quick to reach out and tell others because the fields are white, Lord. We don't need to just be content. We need to go out and tell those that are lost about the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, let us work harder than we ever have before because we know your son coming. Lord, help us, oh God, we do pray. We'll give you the praise for it all because we do ask it in your precious holy name. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. Brother Marcus.